By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about that sound? You're listening to a set of GE appliances, complete with all you need to keep food fresh, dishes clean, and everything else stress-free. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Get up to 25% off select GE appliances right now. Offer valid January 5th through January 25th, 2023. U.S. only. See store or online for details. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, and Baca will be here in just a moment. That was the song Thrash, a little bit of it, by Jim Brewer and the Loud and Rowdy. And it has the lyrics, My wife gave a list of things I should do, and now she's texting to see if I'm through. Truer words have never been spoken. We all need a break. We all need an escape. We hope that this uh, podcast serves as an escape for you, as it does for Baca and I from your job, family, whatever. Everybody needs an hour to rock out and just get away for a little bit. So, and to that end, we have packed the next hour with great new music from 2016, another episode of Ripe Rock. So we're gonna kick off today's episode with a discussion between Baco and I about a track by the band Neck Deep. And the song is called Kalima. And the song is in reference to a movie that I had assumed that Baco had seen. And he has not. So let's jump right in now. And remember, Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And you found it. All right, Baco. So. All right, Luce. <laughs> That's us being professional. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's the last time you saw that you did see Temple of Doom? Tem- what the hell is Temple of Doom? Are you fucking kidding me? Indiana Jones? Oh, yeah. No, I've never seen it. Excuse me? Yeah. I, uh, I I I think I've seen the first Indiana Jones. Um, yeah, I've never I've never stayed with it. Wait, is Temple of Doom the first one? You are fucking with me, right? Not at all. Sorry. I mean, I, I just not a. It, it is the Temple of Doom is the first one, isn't it? No, it's the second one. The first one's Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's the greatest. Yeah, movie. yeah. Okay, so I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark. Never saw Temple of Doom. You never saw Temple of Doom. No, I never seen Titanic either. 
Well, that's a different beast, but uh, I don't think you're American based oh. on that. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to be deported. Uh, I, I just don't understand how you have Okay, anyway. So you're not going to understand this reference at all, which is amazing. Uh, to me, that's like, did you ever watch Star Wars? Of course. I mean, these are some of the biggest movies of all time. You could, just like you said, that you could walk down the street and end up at a Jackal concert. I'm just surprised that it's some, you have to actually make effort to not see these movies. Um, yeah, there, that's, a, that's a valid point. Uh, I will say on the Titanic thing, it is now a mission, um, largely because the reaction I get when people would tell me, like, like you ever seen Titanic? Like, well, unless that's you not have very good. I don't think that's very good a movie. That is not that good of a movie. It's just yeah, a lot of people think, but everybody saw it. Right. I mean, and, and I, I get that it's kind of weird to, to, you know, but I, it's me and one other guy that I know and everybody else saw it. And now him and I are like, we're like a little, like, like an Alcoholics Anonymous group for Titanic. We just will not, we're not going to drink the Titanic. I was hoping to have a, a banter of, because uh, this is a huge reference. Oh, you want me to wing it? No, I don't. So anyway, this Let's this try is the, it. Let's just okay. see what happens. Okay. So I will just explain this, and that is that there is a song called Kali Ma, which is K-I-L-E. Ah, oh, from uh, the Temple of Doom movie. <laughs> okay. You didn't think I could do it. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's I, I kind of set you up there. But anyway, so there's a there's a scene that was very disturbing to me as a young child because I saw it in the movie theater at, at age ten, where it came out in eighty four. And part of the movie, which you don't know because you've never seen it, is this part where they use like... That's the one with Indiana Jones in it, right? I'm pretty sure I've seen it. This is actually going very well. It's even funnier this way. (laughs) So the point being is that at one point, through some voodoo bullshit, this guy starts chanting Kali Ma, Kali Ma. And at one point, which is that horrifying for a 10-year-old to see... This guy takes his hand, puts it against this guy's chest. You have to know about this at least, and sticks his hand through his chest and rips out his beating. No, pulls out his heart. Okay, and you it's know, beating. you know at least. Fuck you. <laughs> you seriously have never seen this scene? Mukti Devi Kalima, 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 Kalima Shakti De. Now I think I have seen that scene. That, that's but you know. Anyway, so he pulls it out. It's all bloody and beating and everything. And the whole time he's saying Kalima, Kalima. And that's the point is the song is uh, I, we screwed up last episode. Didn't feature neck deep on the high elevation. When we we're going through oh, it. Right on. And this song, you know, kind of follows the blink one two thing. Cause they have a vibe of that kind of pop punk. Uh, and anyway, yeah. so the song, the chorus is basically is he's basically talking about a relationship with this, this, this girl rips out his heart. And it also talks about Indiana can't save me now. And these are all quotes from the movie, which you wouldn't understand because you've never seen it. But when I first heard it and it said, like, uh, Indiana can't save you, I was like, is he talking about the state, Indiana? <laughs> oh, I, Indiana Jones from uh, Temple of Doom.
<laughs> I did not like Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's insane. That's fucking crazy. Have you heard of a band called Jimmy Eight World? Oh, yeah. Did you ever like any of their stuff? No. Not one. Well, I mean, for a minute, maybe that one song, gonna take some time, little girl. And then I heard it probably a second time, and I was like, what the fuck was I? I must have been in a really good mood to sit through that. But <laughs> Why, for me, this They're is, from Arizona. Are they? Okay. That I don't even know. All I know is that I haven't liked anything, not. anything since about 15 years ago. They had an album called Bleed American, which... They actually removed that title and just did a self-titled version of it because because uh, of remember when nine uh, eleven happened and they just started banning songs. Yeah, everywhere? it was on uh, September eleventh, right? Too soon. Anyway, they started <laughs> they started banning all songs that had to do with any kind of blood or. Do you remember this? This the, the Clear Channel. Just yeah, songs. a little bit. I remember there was a couple of movies that got pushed back. I know the, the Spider-Man trailer had the Twin Towers in it, and they stopped showing that. Um, did you know Slayer God Hates Us All was released on that day? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And I think that uh, Brutal Planet came out right around the same time, too. The point being is that, that that album is the only thing I ever liked by them. And to me, they're just kind of like great power pop, like uh, the same reason you would like a Matthew Sweet or, or things like that. And okay. Some of them really uh, hooked with me, and and but I haven't liked anything by them forever. And there's probably one... the best band name ever. <laughs> you're joking, obviously. Yeah. Who comes up with that? It is funny when you when you have band names and they're like you're just sitting around and uh, analyzing it. You know, like what should we call our band? What were some contenders uh, before Jesus Chrysler? Um, we were going to call it Steve. Uh, <laughs> hey, you, uh, the, the name um, the name of the band right before Jesus Chrysler was Bloody Bedsheets. Oh my um, god! Yeah, that, and that's, that's definitely something that's going to be played on the radio. Here's the yeah. latest single from Bloody Bedsheets. Just like there's a band called Broken Teeth. I'm like, is that really a good name for a band? What does that even mean? Is it going to eat everybody or? I don't. I don't know. I mean, and I don't think anybody in the band is named Jimmy either. It's not even proper sentence structure like Jimmy Eats the World. No, it's, it's terrible. Jim- it's it's just- Jimmy Eat World.
That actually segues nice, nicely, you didn't even know, for the band Billy Talent out of Canada. <laughs> Do you know them? Uh, yeah, we've actually talked about them on the show before. I did not know that Billy Talent was not a person. No, we have never talked about them. I've had this conversation with somebody else then. <laughs> well, actually, Decibel Geek featured them. That's uh, probably what it Oh, yeah, you know, now I can think of uh, Aaron. So Aaron, yeah. Aaron's going through it, and he... Big mistake. It's uh, <laughs> all right. We're, we just all merged the same podcast, listening, doing it. So the lead singer, Billy Talent, which I'm going to look up right now, he has a, a voice that at times, at least the stuff I've heard before, is kind of grating. Like a Miles, mm-hmm. like a Miles Kennedy. Yeah, I get. Yeah, you're trying to uh, provoke uh, uh, a rant or something. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, except that he sounds a lot like the lead singer of Crowbot. Nah, take that back. Your thoughts? Uh, they both have high rangey voices, and they're both very talented singers. Um, one is uh, like I don't know, more like fingernails on a chalkboard for me i don't know what it is maybe it's the music uh but uh he seems to bring that chalkboard effect into anything he does so he's played with a lot of different guitar players <laughs> yeah i have no interest in the new i mean christ how many how many band uh albums have these guys had what's the uh are you talking about alter bridge yeah i have zero the fucker billy hardaway sent that to me i know he's fucking with me i so. think he is too i immediately Two points, billy hardaway. yeah well done yeah, he sent it to me too, and I was like, uh, "Don't care." I, I just, yeah. I, I don't, I can't get into that band. But Tremonti's yeah, a good enough guitar player, I guess. But ah. yeah, but it doesn't mean they have good songs. They're just they're so boring. Um, do you know in Canada that they require like sixty or seventy percent of the music on the radio to be from Canadian bands? Really? Yeah, I don't know the exact percentage, but that's, that's the, the guitar player from Monster Truck told me that. Uh, uh, what's that? Who, who he's like the the godfather of Canadian rock. He's bigger there, though, than here. Uh, Kim Mitchell. You know Kim Mitchell? Never heard of him. That's my point. You know the song Go For Soda? No. Uh, well, okay, well, anyway, he has his own radio show. I know who he is. Um, but apparently, like it, much to the chagrin of this, the guitar player from Monster Truck, Jeremy, he said that he plays Kim Mitchell all the time. So he's getting paid to be a radio host, and then he's getting radio royalties by playing his own stuff. It's a, dirt, it's a dirty fucking business. No shit. So Let's get the politics. Uh, but yeah, so only a few of these bands, like a, like we're featuring, are are ever played anywhere else. But podcasts and your preferred mm-hmm. music player of choice at home because you're buying it. So, and again, every single song that we're featuring today, I've paid for. Not Baco because he's a cheap fuck. But oh, oh boy! Hey, listen here, Spotify. I just <laughs> but I, I buy. I, I buy went the out stuff and I bought like. the new I, Crowbot, and I had an advanced copy for free. Despite what you may have just said, I'm actually like when I really like a record, I actually want to own it too. Well, so it, do I. That's what I just said. I paid for all this music we're we're featuring. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm proud of you. <laughs> do you not understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you called me a cheap ass, and I'm upset. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, uh, I cannot take a joke. All right, so now we're gonna, now that we've bantered a lot about Canada, we are going to feature Billy Talent's new song off their new album, "Afraid of Heights," and the name it's, of the track is definitely. You know how these days, you know, in the history of rock, it's hard to come up with original album titles or names of songs. You know, there's only so many that are out there. You know what I mean? There's, I, 
I do, eh? Yes. This one, guaranteed, before and after, will never be the name of a, a, a track. And that is Ghost Ship of Cannibal Rats. That's right. That was the track, Baco. So, next. Gotta drop some toonies and loonies to pick that one up, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, anyway, 
Hail Canada. <laughs> Hail Canada. Next track. How many songs are out there called Motherfucker? At least one. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a band called... Motherfucker! Pretty much. This song is by Beware of Darkness. It's a... You ever heard of the band? Because I have not. No, I wasn't sure if that was the band title or the song title, but uh, yeah. other than that, you said the the name of the band is. Yeah, it would be I, hard. It'd be hard uh, when you that was, you left that kind of ambiguous. <laughs> yes, but you know, it'd be hard if the name. Of your Look band. it up, Billy Hardaway. <laughs> it'd be kind of hard if your the name of your band was Motherfucker. You know, you get a band called. Uh, ever heard of the band called Anal Cunt? Yeah. Have you ever heard anything by them? No. Neither have I. I just know that the cover for their album is a knockoff of uh, Too Fast for Love. Oh, really? I don't know what that is. Yes, but uh, that is by far the most offensive, I think, the most offensive band uh, name. Can you think of one worse than that? Bloody Bed Sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody Bed Sheets. Was that supposed to be from from a period or from... uh, Somebody being killed, or what was the idea there? Well, to use the big word again, we wanted to leave it ambiguous and let the, <laughs> the listener determine, because uh, uh, there's no good story there. Uh, it's all, it was a bad idea that for some reason hung on too long. I can't even believe I went along with it as long as I did, but whatever. So Bloody Bed Cheats, Steve, and you can't remember anything else that, that led to Jesus Chrysler? There was a brainstorming session, but nothing that was good came out. Um, actually, you know what? Do you want this? Isn't bad. Do you want to hear some album titles from Anal Cunt before we get into that? Please. All right. Um, well, it starts out with 1993's Morbid Florist. Wait, 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 wait. They've been around since 1993. Oh, it was a new band. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Then from there, it just goes. I'll just run down them. Please. Everyone should be killed. <laughs> and my what is my favorite? Top 40 hits. <laughs> <laughs> that was followed up with 40 More Reasons to Hate Us. Uh-huh. Uh, an album called I Like It When You Die. Picnic of Love. <laughs> it Just Gets Worse. <laughs> Defenders of Hate. Uh, fucking A. And Wearing All Our Welcome. I think every single song of theirs is a minute and a half long. Well, probably I could fit 40 of them on there, I oh guess. Oh, my God.
Is a song by the band Highly Suspect. We've uh, featured a song by them before called Blood Feather. And this is another track that's kind of been given to me. And it's a band that I probably wouldn't have checked out if it wasn't for just people sharing music, which is a great thing. Um, and the name of the track is called My Name is Human. Any comments? <laughs> my, my name is human. Yeah, the song is called My Name is Human, which... I mean, if you go to a mixer and you have the name tag on and you just write human. I'll be doing it the next time someone hands me a name tag. I'm just writing human. <laughs>
down The bigger the river, the bigger the drought All right, Baco, I was about to, I was hoping to feature this upcoming song, but after listening to it two or three times, I, I, I cannot. Have you heard the second single from Metallica? Um, I haven't yet. I saw it came out today. Okay. So it's called Moth to a Flame or Flames and Moths or there's mm-hmm. moths and flames involved in it. Do you remember the name yeah. of the song or not? Uh, moth, yeah, well, was it, is it, I think it's just Moth to Flame. Probably. But you know, you didn't like, you didn't like it. Let me let me describe what I think it is. And I have seen um, different posts about people saying two for two and things of that. Yeah. Everybody's got their their opinion on it, and you know, hats off to them. But for me, the first one, Hardwired, was here's the thing. To me, this song sounds like riff soup. It sounds like it's Frankenstein in the studio where they just had the, a bunch bunch. Go ahead. The new one or the uh, the first track. More this one than the first one. Oh boy! Um, yeah. So this one sounds like just a, a ton of riffs, but zero songwriting. So it's almost like they just cut and pasted this all together. The chorus is weak. It goes on for about five minutes, and all I can tell you about it is I was bored, and I'm listening to this, and, and you realize mm-hmm. as a Metallica fan, I want to like this. Right. I want, yeah. I I, I want to like it, and I think that people. <clears throat> that are saying it's so badass is just because the fact it's just like death magnetic. It's, it's thrashy, but it's thrashy, but the, you know, Megadeth and Anthrax's last two releases absolutely bury this in songwriting and quality. But mm-hmm. I no, I haven't heard it yet, but I, you've, you've described my opinion of the first one. It wasn't bad, but I, I mean, and until I hear it again, and I've heard it by the way, this counts for every time I've heard it. 
it's never in my head. No. And it, it does seem like um, at a certain point, they stopped kind of growing and started listening to all the complaints of the diehards. And and the thing is, they're, they're so fucking big, they can pretty much do what they want. I, I'll say this. It wasn't bad. It, it wasn't insulting, but it's exactly like you said. It wasn't like I have this riff and I built it into the song. It was more like I had eight riffs laying around and I just you know, Frankenstein them into a song and I go like this. It seems, um, it, it's like they're, 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 uh, they're trying to recap. And a lot of bands do this. I mean, I've bitched about kiss doing this. Mm-hmm. They're, they're so stuck on this idea that they're going to recapture this certain perfectness of their career. And, and they, they're going to do it now. And rather than just be who they are now and, Maybe this is who they are now. I don't know. Maybe it's Robert Truio's influence, and who knows? But it, I haven't heard the new one yet, so I'm gonna hold judgment on that. But the that uh, uh, hardwired to self destruct, I thought was just eh. Was, I'm, I'm not really looking forward to hearing it again. I'll get the record, you know, because I'm a loyalist. But uh, let me explain a little further. I think that when you're even going through hardwired, is you're actually giving it. And I think that we do this um, psychologically where we're giving it more slack. And mm-hmm. Exactly. It. But I think that, that if you heard if you heard Hardwired from any other band that wasn't Metallica or, or just to say a band you like, you would hear it and you would just skip over it. It would be like, yeah, that song's okay. Yeah, and actually more than likely you wouldn't hear it. The only, I mean, this is, you know, because out of all those, you know, Whatever you call let's just call them the dinosaur bands of thrash. Yeah, I mean they're not playing the new Megadeth on the radio. They're not playing the new Slayer. They're not playing the new Anthrax. The only big four band that gets this kind of treatment is Metallica. Right, and they've earned it. I that I don't mean that as a shot. You know what? They're it's them and you too. They're the two biggest bands on the planet, <laughs> and maybe the Stones. I don't know, but. What it did do, though, is make me go back and listen to Master Puppets and Disposable Heroes I hadn't heard all the way through for quite a while. And for some reason, some, one of the riffs uh, in the mm. song reminded me of it. And I was like, man, I've heard this before. I've done much better. And I went back and I was like, god damn, these were great songs. So Yeah, I mean, the, it seemed like uh, they were built to, to work together where this does just seem like he went back and like listened to eight days of worth of riffs and picked. 10 that he liked and said we're going to make a song today with these 10 riffs so let's go so we'll move on to a band that uh, put on a new album this year as well Weezer and that's off of you know how they did the different colors of the albums mm-hmm. yeah blue green red and now we have white and this album as a whole I'm not a fan of I think it gets really um uh, do you remember the Green album? They had like the, a couple hits mm-hmm. on it. That one was like 28 minutes and I like like two songs on it in retrospect. And this is a hit or miss band for you too, right? Yeah. Well, this song is called Do You Want to Get High? And it absolutely could have been on Pinkerton. It's got the fuzzy guitars, the vibe, the production, everything about this song is great. So this one cuts through just like Jackal's Chainsaw. Crush up the blue and inhale through your nose. Scrape every cork from the wood in the floor.
Baco, uh, all right, loose. I think we're going to come to the conclusion of probably when I edit this a two part episode, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy this for the simple fact is you've heard none of these fucking songs, correct? I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so the playback, you'll be like a fan, like, hey, this loose cannon has terrible taste in music. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I'm sure there's there's some that'll stick with you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end with a band that. Again, if it wasn't for for people just sharing music, I would have I did not like this band from their first album or two or whatever. But one particular album, mm, just, can I guess? Um, go ahead. The Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> no, was I close? But, I was close, wasn't but, I? But uh, this band, the first time that I I I really was. Uh, even knew about them was that this cover of uh, Under Pressure uh, was done, and it's uh, by the band My Chemical Romance. Are you aware oh, of that's, that's what I meant to say. One album I really like by them is called The Black Parade, and but I don't like anything as far as an album before or after that. And um, I remember fir- first hearing this this track I'm about to play and thinking, oh my God, this is just a crazy, catchy song. And uh, the name of the, of the song is Teenagers. Ever heard it? No, I have not. Well, we're going to finish today's episode and play us out with this, unless you have some interesting anecdotes or something to share. Well, I would like to share that uh, you do a great job of digging up a lot of these uh, lesser-known tracks, although a band like this may be a little bigger known. Um, but you've exposed me to a lot of music that I like and hate, so whatever. <laughs> it's always going to be that way. Yeah, it's nice to be along for the ride once in a while, you know? And what do you think about these bands these days that just keep putting out single after single in advance of their album release? I don't like it. I, I really don't. Um, but I'm more of a traditionalist, and it, I'll, I'll I'll say this: it's the way it's going. It's it just I don't like it, but fuck it. It's 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 going to be the way it is. You know, it, I'm the same time. way though, because like like the first couple of singles, you want to hear it come. It, it is odd, right? Hearing it so in advance. It, it used to be that you'd only have one song, and I would, I would mm-hmm. even like a Metallica. And, you'd think it would just be, and it wouldn't be months in advance. You know what I mean? It would be like maybe a month, and that was pretty rare for the most. Yeah, I liked it better that way. I, I do like hearing the whole record, and, I, and even still, you know, if if a band I like releases something, when Crobot came out with "Not for Sale," I listened to that, but nothing else. I was like, I know I'm going to get the record, and I want to, you know, I'll, I'll listen to the record earlier, but I don't want to hear the whole album. I don't want to hear chunks of it, and it almost takes a bit of the fun away for you. But it's it's just in a different environment now, and and that is the way of it, you know. So I agree, because because you just get you don't get the same feel hearing it all uh, chopped up. And, and bands put out like four, 
sometimes mm-hmm. before yeah. it even comes out. So you're hearing almost half the album before it comes out. Yeah. But sequencing, I think, plays into powers a power totally. of totally. So anyway, enough about uh, that rant. <laughs> that was a tangent. It was, but so we had to have at least one of those. We're, yeah. we're, we're we got to keep tradition going. But <laughs> in summary, we're actually going to do a, a, a twofer here. Uh, not not a double shot in the same band, but we're going to feature. Uh, can I pick a Crowbot song? Yeah, you pick. Okay. I pick last. <laughs> so we're going to end this. Uh, just want to say a couple of things before we end it, but but we're going to end this with. And I'm kind of shoehorning this one in. That is, the song Teenagers did come out in an album, Black Parade, 10 years ago, but they just came out with a 2016 version that's deluxe, remixed, all that bullshit, so they can put it back in the front page of iTunes. So that's how I'm shoehorning this song Teenagers in. Okay. What I'm not shoehorning in is the album that just came out last Friday by Crowbot, Welcome to Fat City, and the track I'm going to feature is Play It Cool. And I will say, too, that... Uh, and Baco, you can jump in here, but we just passed, uh, when we finally get that, when you finally edit that episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when you do have time to do it, that is our 50th episode. So this is, this is essentially in, in order. 51 this, and 52. Yeah. Um, this will be 51, 52, 53, however you want to look at it. But I just want to say from myself that you know it's been a year and a half now we've built a loyal audience we always go to two to three hundred for listens we're still a small podcast but Mm -hmm. it's almost instantaneous from when we release them so we really appreciate the support we hope that people start sharing this more and and getting it out there but but again we just are, are very happy to see that kind of continued thing it's not scattershot it's consistent every time you have anything else to say about that yeah, we don't actually mention that stuff enough. We we we, we initially were going to do like the Cobra on Fire kind of thing, and I'd like to keep that up if we could. But uh, yeah, it's great. Check us out. You know, please uh, give us ideas. Uh, give us your feedback. Tell us what you like, what you don't, and we'll we'll ignore it either way. <laughs> <laughs> no, not we've absolutely played music from suggestions. Yeah, no, before. totally. Yeah, I, I so. Can't. Oh, yeah. So what we'd like to have our Facebook page um, be is more like, again, we are the spawn uh, bastard children of Decimal Mm. Geek. And there's so much banter on that about different subjects and things like that. So don't be shy. You're never going to get trolled upon. And uh, we we always respect everybody else's opinion, even if we're fucking around. So. And yeah, you know, we clearly don't have a problem with totally getting off topic. So no. So just please <laughs> just just post on the page. Um, message us with suggestions, whatever you want to do, because we are always looking for for new music to feature on the show, and we really want that sense of community on on the Facebook page. So, yeah, and cheers to you, buddy. Yeah, for uh, bringing me in on this. It's been a lot of fun getting to know you, hearing a lot of this music. It's it's it. This has been a big part of re-energizing my attitude towards new music, and uh, so thanks. So, all right, Baco, I'm done. All right, man. You have a good night. I'll, uh, we'll talk soon. That's right. So we're going to play us out with two tracks. That is Chemical Romance with Teenagers. And Crowbot with... Play It Cool. They're going to clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. Because they sleep with a gun and keep an eye on you, son, so they can watch all the things you do. Because the drugs never work, they're gonna give you a smirk. Cause they got methods of keeping you clean. They're gonna rip up your heads, 
By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about that sound? You're listening to a set of GE appliances, complete with all you need to keep food fresh, dishes clean, and everything else stress-free. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Get up to 25% off select GE appliances right now. Offer valid January 5th through January 25th, 2023. U.S. only. See store online for details. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.